0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lost and Found Ministry Podcast. I'm Dave Garza. I'm Dave Schneider. And I'm Flint Marker. And we are here tonight. We are happy to be back in the studio. Just a couple days ago we wrapped up part four of our never-ending story of the Dave Schneider testimony. It's the never-ending story. <laughs> it's a good story. It was a great... I'm just poking fun at it, guys. And uh, But that was great, man. And and And... It was just, we had a good time doing it. I know Dave really enjoyed doing it. We've had some great feedback. Those of you out there who have left the positive comments, thank you. And we really appreciate you. We appreciate your input. And we appreciate you guys out there listening. That's right. So tonight, we have a discussion topic that we want to go over. And we just want to kind of poke around at a few things to see what each of our opinions. Now, let me run this by real quick disclaimer, guys. We are not here to bash. We are not here to tear right. things apart. We are not qualified in any certain big way here to be doing this. This is just three believers, followers of Jesus Christ, who are here to give their opinions, that's right. and that's it, guys. So if something offends you, well, we didn't do it intentionally, yeah. and and we're not here to do that. We just this is our opinions, and this is from our experiences. That's right. So, yeah. you know, if you'd like to get your opinion out there or, you know, kind of say, hey, I thought this or I thought that, please get in the in the comments, hit the interact button on Spotify, and let us know what you think. And just remember, you know, uh, show us a little bit of grace as, as we're trying to do the same thing, you know. Again, we're not biblical scholars, nor do we claim to be even close to that.
1: Well, also remember that we're doing all of this, like, One time, and you can want you could probably listen to this 20 times and come up with all kinds of different things that you can think of. That's
0: right. Remember, we're doing all of this from the memory once, yes, yeah. We're not doing multiple recordings, guys. We meet once a week, and this is the time we have to put into it. And hopefully, God will open the door for more nights. But as of right now, we're just kind of going by the seat of our pants and and and. We just hope you guys enjoy it and just know, you know, we're just here to have fun with this and and hopefully it can help somebody and encourage them or help them with any questions that they may be searching, you know, or asking. That's right. So, yeah, guys, let's uh, let's move forward tonight and get this rolling. This is going to be a short discussion, guys. Uh, We are going to be talking about ministry. Now, what the Bible says ministry is and just kind of our opinions on how the church is handling ministry these days. And remember, we're not poking in the eye of any certain church. We're just talking in general guys. I think each of it, uh, all three of us here have been a part of a couple different churches. And, and so we can kind of culminate a, uh, a, a majority idea here of what we've witnessed and what we feel could be effective ministry for the kingdom of God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, something that's kind of lacking in my opinion and at least some of the churches i've been involved with is uh i mean not necessarily missions but discipleship which in my opinion is a ministry in in, in and of itself yes um but i definitely think that discipleship is is lacking and uh, i think the church is kind of in a mode where it's just comfortable and um yeah and and i think maybe also just lacking men actual men um, who are really wanting to raise up a next generation, um, or maybe they weren't taught discipleship themselves. Maybe they weren't discipled themselves. Right. You also, I'm important
1: right? to to mention is we're not necessarily, like you said, we're not bashing any yeah. specific church, but just as a general rule, overall, arching across American churches as a general rule. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not necessarily to poke at specific places that we've actually necessarily
0: gone right yeah right right and this is from i mean and you can see this just go into any city right and you can see the fruit that's not there
1: well i mean you know look at this the way society is today and then if we were going to be completely honest being like okay so just evaluating the fruit in the united states today um as a whole, are we doing a good job or a bad job?
0: There you go. That's you know, a good way I mean, to put it. Let's just be real with it. You know? Right. So. Right. I, and I agree. And so just to get us started, guys, to kind of uh, kickstart this thing, let's talk about, I pulled up, and, and I'm sure there's many more, okay? So we're, we're not here to get into a theological argument or anything like that. But right. scripture that I found that I feel pertains in is pertaining directly towards ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to open up our Bibles to uh, the book of Ephesians. We're going to go to chapter 4 and start at verse 11. And God's Word says, and I'm in the NIV translation for any of you out there that are following along. Any translation that helps you understand is the right translation for you. Right. So, and just pray on that and the Spirit will lead you.
2: Yeah, I don't think the translation necessarily, to in my opinion... I know some people are very, very strong about it. My thing is as long as you're understanding and applying the word correctly, um, I don't think the translation matters Amen. too much.
1: Or at least doing your best to try and make sure that you're doing what you can. I mean, as long as you're
2: getting the truth, I don't care if you're reading an NIV or, or King James. Yeah, so.
1: I agree. I agree. I can't understand the King James. Uh, I, right. I did grow up That's talking right. that way. It's very hard for <laughs> me to to apply things I don't understand. That's man, right. That's you know? right.
0: Fair, fair na- or explanation there. Right. I, I agree with you, man. So we're going to start at verse 11 in chapter 4 of the book of Ephesians, and it says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, and ev- the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers, to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the, to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Moving on to verse 14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftness of people I'm going to set this out here in case we just need to reference a little more, but man, I mean, if you've got any time in the Word and you you got a solid foundation in studying Scripture and reading, I I think it all just kind of lays it out right, plain and simple, right in front of us. Yeah, what what ministry is supposed to look like? And so, it, just to throw one out there and put you guys on the spot, gentlemen where do you think in your personal opinion that the American church or the world church, however you want to look at it, where the church is dropping the ball in ministry? Is there something, and what I mean by that, let me clarify, is there something that you feel that they should be focusing on more and turning away from that's maybe become the normal in ministry? What do you guys think? Where do you think the American church stands today in ministry?
1: Okay, I guess I'll go first. All right. All right. So um, being voluntold, I guess I'm going to be. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just for uh, clarity here, Clint was uh, pointing fingers at Schneider. Right, pointing so. at me. Guilty. Yeah. Um, yep. No worries. So
1: um, I feel like Clint was on to something earlier talking about discipleship. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to just tell people, you know, hey, man, read your Bible and let God lead you when you're not used to seeing or even understand what following god looks like or even reading the bible looks like or have no sort of place where you can filter questions that's a safe place to do that where you can and and I've been a recipient uh, a recipient of you know to a certain extent in my testimony I kind of talked about how you know I got saved but then I didn't really have anybody to answer questions I didn't really have so I didn't know what this was supposed to look like or where where I was supposed to go. And so, you know, like for a long time, and to be fair, the people that were in my life didn't even know any better either. Right. You know? And so, you know, that, that could be part of the problem is people just don't know. It's not about rules, but it is about applying and trying to walk in the things that we're learning. Right. And, um, yes it's spirit led but then also when you're not used to seeing or talking to god or even have any sort of biblical basis in your life at all it's very hard to understand where to know and where to turn and and who to talk to
0: right right so 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 you uh what i'm gathering so you think that there's a, a a pretty big lack of discipleship right absolutely in ministry
1: yes i believe that's one of the the few things that i feel is is going wrong with today's society i mean how can we do right things if we don't have anybody that tells us what the right things are oh well um, you're,
0: that's accurate I mean, brother and i mean know. well and what is the most common what is the most common scripture used for a ministry and anybody no most common don't don't got one the Great Commission. Oh yeah, Yeah, when you, when you say it, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, when you exactly. say it, yeah, I the mean, the Great Commission, right. yeah, you, you go are, and make
1: disciples of all nations, yeah, yes. you know, baptizing them and and teaching them, and yes. like that that takes more work than just here's a Bible, uh go, yes. go forth and conquer, and and it's like okay, well. Uh, I'm not real comfortable in this. I don't right. know what right. it like, like. Yeah. Dude. What does like, that look yeah, like? Yeah. What is that supposed yeah. to mean? All of this stuff is like it, it, but it gets dirty being down with somebody in the dirt and in the muck and, and of their lives and right. struggling through things with them. It takes a lot more work to do that. Yes. And there should be somebody in the church that that's what they do. Yes. Yes. But exactly, I feel like that—that that is not the desired spot for people to be. Everybody wants to be on the stage. There everybody wants know. to be like, you know, up in front of people talking about spotlights. It's not a spotlight like position. Position. There we you go. You know, it, it's not—it's not a position that's highly desired. Although I really, I—I I love that spot. To be honest with you, I'd much rather be doing that than having everybody looking at me, going look at this freaking guy. You well, know, right. he, he just got his cut. Yeah. You know, he looks stupid. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree. Right. You know, <laughs> but you know, it, it, if we're being honest, it's, it's much more fulfilling to be able to teach and help somebody to see the truth through everything. Right. And, and it's like, man, you know, like if I didn't have certain people that I actually, when I went back again, that were willing to pour into me, I would have been just as lo- I'd be just as lost. Oh, absolutely, if I, man! If I didn't have
0: that, yeah, in my life. yeah, I I get it, man. I get it, and I think uh, I really w- what you said resonates really, really well with me because that's something that I I, I actually have taught on a few times is the uh, there was a message that I I God had led me to write called dropping the ball, and the whole basis of this was. How, in my opinion, I feel that the church has just mainly become an evangelistic ministry where and what I mean by that, just to clarify, is we want to get in there and which is great, okay I'm not saying evangelism isn't something we should be doing, it's clearly one of the ministries right, yes. that we're instructed to do, but What happens after, yes, we should be celebrating when someone gives their life to Christ, just as an example. I mean, that's exciting, dude. It even says that the heavens celebrate, okay? The angels celebrate when someone gives their life to Christ. We should, too. But I think where we really lose sight is, to me in my heart, yes, I celebrate those things when someone gives their heart to the Lord. But I think that something that's not celebrated enough is the ones that, gave their heart, and then put their nose to the road, man, and work hard to pursue him more through mentoring and discipleship from their mentors and leaders within the church. And when they fall down and get back up, that's because of discipleship, man. That's because of leadership, and that is exciting.
2: It also takes humility on the part of the... Want the new believer um i think in my experience new believers tend to be all right in that but it does it does kind of take two way like i know for me um i don't know if it's humility but because of my past i i struggle to uh search for so, you know i was told one time it's like well you need to you need to approach you know if you find somebody that you want to be discipled by you need to approach them and ask them and i think it it just it takes like it, it takes some humility humble yourself be like man i'm new i don't know where i'm going what i'm doing and i need help i agree and and as a man i mean men in general struggle with
0: that but yeah absolutely i agree i agree that's a good point man and i i think a lot of that comes down to the image that the world has put on us you know that being a man in the church you know and just being men we can speak to this i we can't exactly elaborate for what it is to be a woman in the church uh (laughs) <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and but you know the Just world playing the cards that the Lord's. Dealt that's right. Our, we're playing. Yeah. the We're talking about the stuff we can talk about here, and that's and, right. and I agree though. Is the world has got so many men now when they walk into church, and you got a man who's been walking in the world, yeah. Okay, what's he exposed to, man? He's exposed to this vanity idea, mm. and, and this this corrupted, perverted, twisted up idea of what a man is. Yeah. That they walk in and it's like, "Oh, dude, I can't go up to that altar in front of everybody and get on my knees. They're all going to think I'm a sissy. They're all going to think I'm a wuss. They're all going to They're all going to think I'm a sinner." Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, right. right. Mean, well, guess what? We all are. Yeah, and right, and exactly. right. I'll I'll go up there and dude, I'll get in the altar with you, man. There's nothing to be ashamed of, but the world has taught men that that's not okay. The world has taught men that oh, we need to just stay back and just just kind of observe and then And then, oh, well, that's not cool to do this, or that's not cool to do this. And and it's so hard now to be vulnerable as a man because the moment you're vulnerable, the world will attack you. Mm. And I think that's a lot of it, man. So it's hard for these men to seek out to be discipled. You know, as you were saying, Clint, and I get that, man. It's hard to go up to somebody and say, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me, bro? Can you, you know, and and. I think it works if I can encourage this for you guys. And I think we can all agree. I think that's kind of how like Dave and I's relationship. Mm. I think that's how that kind of started, man, at the church was I may have had these years of experience and you didn't have quite as many years, but you were in a place that I was not in yet because of reconciliation that I was going through. And I think that that kind of turned into, instead of me going up and saying, Hey dude, can you help me walk this path? We were able to be like, dude, we both suck. How about we help each other? I think, I think that
1: brings up the next point of leadership, right? So, you know, a good leader is going to see people that need help and is going to volunteer help. Yes. Even before they even ask for it. Yes. You know? And so like, it's like, look, man, you know, you look, you're new, um, I just want to come alongside you, and be here for you, dude. And, right. And even if I'm the only guy that walks up to you because you're wearing a biker vest and you look scary,
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> That's, um, that that was that was what you know you're said. putting
1: off this vibe, and I'm just like I don't care about vibes, man. Right. You know I was a skate punk for a while. Right. I don't care. Right. You know, but uh, you know, th- there's a lot of people like the the leadership aspect of it is knowing.
0: A need and then filling it oh and that's a whole ministry in itself brother right. you know and uh so i agree i know we went a little long on that point but that was a good point clint right so i was happy you brought that up
2: i've got something that it just, it just hit me uh we don't have to go this direction uh we like jason rabbit yeah. but I, I so would you agree or disagree and let me fi- please let me finish my point but would you would you agree or disagree that fathers are supposed to disciple their children
0: Absolutely. Yes. All right.
2: What's one of the number one issues in family today in America? Maybe around the world, but at least in America. A father being there. Either a like lack fatherhood. of fatherhood yeah. or, yeah, or even no father. Right. And so a, what, a
0: major lack of God.
2: Yeah. So, what happens when the uh, fatherlessness is on the rise? And so you don't have a father in the home to disciple the children. And then the church. Uh, which I would say would probably was probably supposed to pick up some of that slack um, is also lacking in that side of things. So oh. you have a church that's lacking in discipleship, and then you have no fathers to disciple their children. Now I understand mothers can disciple absolutely,
0: absolutely,
2: um, and they can. I mean, they're important; they're just as important. That's right. Uh, there's different roles, but uh, I mean, women aren't men, so they can right. do their best, but ultimately they're not a man. That's right. Um, yeah. So I guess do you think that has anything any any role to play in this situation is just the lack of men and fatherhood and
0: oh yeah man that falls right into the lack of ministry i I, at least in my opinion what do you think dave
1: well i i so i've said it before um and i'll say it probably a a million times but you know your family's your first ministry yes and as a father it's my job to teach and help my kids grow Mm. in what god's word says that they're supposed to be and what by my example and the fruits that I'm exhibiting in my life no matter what they're doing I mean it could be something that's a secular task like playing baseball or playing basketball or whatever it's more it's not necessarily about you know teaching your kids all the time how to be I mean being a Christian is part of everything and that could be that could be a Christian task. It could be a secular task. It doesn't matter. We're supposed to glorify God in everything we right. do, yep. no matter what the circumstance is. And the more we walk out our Christian faith in everyday living, mm-hmm. the more our kids will see that and recognize, and whether they know it or not, mirror the image that we're portraying. Yeah. Hey, know, and that's what that's what God wants us to do with Jesus or through Jesus. Jesus is, we're supposed to reflect him. And, you know, I know that I don't do the best at that all the time. Sure. You know, I'm not the greatest example, but I mean, I'm trying you're human
0: it's progressive,
1: right? It's progressive, yeah. you know? Um, like, so fatherhood is the most important thing that we can do as dads, right? You know, to lead our children, no matter what the circumstance is
2: yeah i've just noticed uh because i've had this conversation with my girlfriend uh we do we have a bible study at, at her church every other friday uh just a way for some community uh and i've just we, we've talked about it in our private time just how it seems like there's a lack of men that are willing to step up oh come on That's and, yes and uh you know the Thankfully, they found someone. You know, even though he he didn't feel like he was uh, qualified or equipped enough, he stepped up and and has has done his best to lead. Um, but they were having a hard time finding a man that would be willing to lead. And I feel like we have that situation. And in my own situation, and I've kind of told it uh, in a, in a previous podcast, and I will get into more of it. But you know, like me, I was taught how to do things a certain way. And then when things weren't working, I I, I didn't know what to do, right? Do you know what I mean? I didn't know what to do. I had I had no guidance. I and mean, you didn't I, have
0: anyone to turn to, right?
2: I mean, okay, sure. I could have maybe gone to my pastor, but my my pastor was also my ex wife's dad, so I didn't feel like I could go to him because, right. in all honesty, I don't think he has the ability to be. Um, unbiased, unbiased in that situation, yeah. Um, and I'm not slinging arrows. I just it's his daughter. Well, right. Um, right. you know, and and I and I told Dave privately that I feel like, uh, you know, I haven't really had a an actual pastor in my life uh, since my youth pastor, uh, when I was a teenager left the church, and that was messy. But uh, I, I just you know I I haven't really felt like I've had like actual biblical discipleship in my life and part of that might be my fault you know maybe i didn't maybe i haven't you know sought it out well and that's
0: that's that's very fair and humble for you to say i think that's a great great part for you to realize because you know dave talked about this a little bit when we had gotten in a discussion and we were talking about you know at some point You were talking about in reconciliation. You had to go and apologize to these people, and even if they didn't deserve it, you had to because you, in order for that healing process, you had to even take accountability for the part you played in it. Yeah, and and you know, Clinton, I think that's huge, dude. That's that's I mean, because that's hard to do and say. You know, hey, maybe, maybe most likely, I screwed some things up. Oh, absolutely. You know, our walk with God (laughs) is no question
1: it should be more three-dimensional than one-dimensional oh absolutely you know and it's easy to just read that it's easy to just act in what you think is right it's a whole nother thing to read and act on that and then it's a whole nother thing to see god working in your life reading acting on that and doing what we're supposed to be doing all the time right and you add prayer you add reading scripture you have you know, you, you have so many different things that are being thrown at you. It's very hard to do everything. It, it becomes very legalistic in nature because it's just like, I just have to go through this rhythm, and that's what God's going to bless. That's Get not right into God, the motions. Right. That's yeah. not what God blesses. It's not necessarily about just reading. It's not necessarily just about acting. It's about being what's being what's written. Be, yeah, it, absolutely. are not scripture. And I'm not saying that, but God says that we're supposed to be do doing, as I do. doing his command, like the people that love me do what I say. That's right. You know, that's but, right. but that's not, that's not all it's about. Right. You
0: know, I agree. I agree. And so really what I'm picking up from this conversation, guys, is it. So what we can say that a major lack in ministry in the church today is the body stepping up and being minister, because what are we all called to be? Every believer, a minister. Hmm. So if right. we are a royal all priesthood, that's, according a, to the, that's right. Yeah, yeah you want to get real dirty about it. Let's let's get into the real wordage of it here. But hmm. that's you know, I mean, but we are all called to be ministers. Everybody has a minister ministry right. inside of them. I don't care if it's. Bending over and picking up trash off the floor of the church. I don't care if it's shaking hands when people come in the door. It does not matter. Well, I mean, let's get
1: real about it, dude. That, you know, ministry, it, it's all a matter of perspective on different platform size, right? Yes. Like the person that speaks up on stage is not the only one that can save people, dude. That's what we're supposed oh, to Oh, come be on. Knowing. Come on. You know, like we as lay people can do, well, I say lay people, but, you know, being a pastor <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but but that's what we're all supposed to be doing regardless like, yes it's not up for us to bring people to the church so that they can get saved to church it's for us to say get people saved and bring them to church so they can be equipped to do the work yes and yeah. continue to multiply so each.
0: then is it fair to say and and uh, you know, pastors uh, we're, i'm not poking you in the eye here and i'm not going at them um as myself being a pastor and spending years in ministry now. I So I poked myself in the eye a bit here. But is it fair to say that maybe we lost sight of the scripture of where it says that we are to, it says that teachers and pastors to equip others, well, the body, to equip them with these tools. So now I'm not putting it all on them, okay? So right. don't don't take that out of context, people. Sure. Don't start flipping tables on me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> I
1: was about to. I'm just, to. Say, I'm
0: just saying... What I'm getting at, because I know I've done this too. Do I reach out to every single person that I encounter and try to disciple them? No, well, I that's, don't. That's impossible right. to do. Right, right. Could I do more? Well, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. absolutely. But I, I, I think it's pretty fair for us to say that it, a big, a big lack in ministry is the body functioning and the church functioning in the most simplest things that we should. Right. You know, do you guys think maybe we get pretty distracted and, you know, what the next activity is going to be? or, or you, maybe You what... just
1: mentioned being distracted as I'm looking at my watch because it's stinging at me. <laughs> yeah,
0: you,
1: you speaking to me? I, I am. Hey, Tom? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: But, but, you know, maybe, and, and I'm not saying activities aren't good, man. Fellowship is an important buildup of the body. All right, we've got to do that. We've got to congregate and fellowship together and, and, and have fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, where do we draw the line between, okay, we're doing all these activities, but do all these activities equal out to the discipleship and the study and the, the, the equipping of the believers? Are we outweighing that by, because we want to appease everybody and make sure everybody's warm and fuzzy in their mm-hmm. happiness of going to church on Sunday? or are we really breaking down this barrier of comfortability right and, and building people up and equipping them because i mean what's going to save you is 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 your ability to go have a really good time or your ability to use god's word going to say going to going to help you in this world
1: right and what's, i mean as a man you know like clint was talking about you know, there's a lot of teaching that is very general, you know, in nature, but there's a very specific message for men and our yes. responsibilities. And like to a certain extent, I feel like we um we just want to hang out. Yeah. You know, and, and dude, hanging out's good, man. Uh building communities outstanding, you know but as a man, if I can't learn what I'm supposed to be doing or how to lead my family, how am I impacting the next generation and how am I actually going to uh, pass on what I know to somebody else that needs to know right? so that they can replace me so that I can step out of the way so they yeah. can do what they're supposed to do. And I mean, we see that going on in our country today. We have lot, a lot of older people doing and running things. And it's like, look, man, um, like at a certain point i need to be able to step in and do what i need to do and if you're not training me to do it then That's how can right. i That's how right. can i pick up like the ministry you have or the office that you're holding nobody else can step into because nobody else
0: knows how to do it oh come on because what does a good leader do every good leader and and you can argue this all day i'm i, I your argument to me personally would be invalid but uh, a good leader a good leader is got at least Two people that they have trained up and equipped to replace them, right? right. And, and that's how it should be, you know. I mean, in my opinion, and and I'll even give a a, a shout shout out there to uh, uh, Pastor Charles, man. Right. He's the one who who kind of taught me that. I didn't really think of it that way until we were in a mentoring moment, and he said, "Man, you know, here's the beautiful part." He had shared about how he had gotten sick during COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and he almost lost his life. Right. And he said, you know, he goes, number one, so grateful for God covering him, you know, and protecting him and bringing him through that. But he said the most, one of the most humbling things was that church kept going. Right. Things kept moving forward yep. because there were people that were trained up to 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 take that position.
1: Right. And and they can just pick it up without skipping a beat. Right. Yes. So like. I mean, the military, you're trained that way. So, you know, I need to be able to take positions that maybe not even in my scope, like, to do in case of emergency. Like, I, the ship's still got to operate, man. We've yes. still got a mission yeah, here. That's right. Like, it doesn't go away. Our responsibilities don't go away. I just am less able to do them if I'm not taught how
2: to do it. Right. right. And I would right. say, too, if you're, if you're in any kind of senior leadership or if you know someone's in some kind of senior leadership, and they're almost like clinging on, or they feel like they can't, they can't take a break, or they they have to stay. I mean, to me, that's kind of a sign that maybe you haven't been training or discipling someone to kind of take that spot. That's right. I that's mean, right.
1: Your your nervousness is a is a is is a bad mark yeah. on you. To a certain extent, we're not trying to poke anybody in the eye, but we're trying to be real. Like people in my generation are wanting to step up and do things, but are to a certain extent being held back. Yep, by people that are maybe older and want to just continue to look. Man, nobody's expecting you to run like that anymore. That's right.
0: And things and and kind of like we discuss constantly, Dave. You know, it's well. Why do we need to make room for this for these? new guys why do we need to make room for these younger guys well you know guys things are changing and and god's word is always the same but the methods in which we deliver it needs to be applicable (laughs) to people today
1: if we believe god speaks to the people that he's anointing for positions dude if if you notice that somebody really has this heart or this fire to do something man and you're the one doing it, and you're, I- I'm going to talk older as in, like, you know, to the point where, man, I-, I just, I can't do this anymore. I'm just doing it just to do it. Right. You know, like, right. There's a point where it's like, look, I need somebody else to take over because I can't That's do right. this anymore. That's you right. Know? And we're, we're fastly approaching a point where it's becoming, very important yeah. that this transition
0: happens. Well, it, I agree. I agree because then it, there is such a time as too late. Right. Because we need, then we, we, we have... We know what
1: time it is. That's right. right because
0: right, right. then what if, you know, God forbid, what if something happens to, to somebody in a, a higher position who's yeah. been there for years and years and has done a great job of what they do, but they haven't discipled anyone, they haven't trained them up. Now we have this empty position, somebody stepping in blindly. Right. And then we're in a whole new box of trouble. You, you know, you
1: take all the secrets with you to the grave, man. Nobody right. can read your mind. Right. You, you, right. you have to be, you have to
0: be willing to share it with them, with so, other people. So, so I'm really gathering from our conversation, gentlemen, again, that we're, we're looking at, this is not a congregation problem. This is not a staff pastoral problem this is not a it, from the bottom to the top problem man that, that I, I mean it's an everybody I feel has kind of dropped the ball on focusing on discipling yeah. and, and 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 equipping one another
2: yeah and I, I mean I'll be honest something I've been struggling with one one i'm I'm introverted and I don't use that as an excuse I mean I, I've I got to do what I'm called you're, to do. You're
1: actually talking on a podcast to lots of people.
2: So that's well, a really whatever, big step. Whatever. Don't tell him. Well, but, oh, wait, my bad. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't call me. Now I can't talk now. I can't, now talk, I can't now. talk now. No. Yeah. But what I've been struggling with is, uh, you know, community. And I th- obviously, I think community is biblical and important. Um, but, you know, what I struggle with internally is I watch uh, the world go to hell in a handbasket. And... Uh, then, you know, we all you you get together with a group of people and like, oh, you know, how was your week? Oh, how's work going? Oh, that's oh nice. Oh, are you playing you playing softball, baseball? Oh, that's cool. How's Johnny? Right. How's Johnny been in right. school? Oh, that's great. And you talk about all this surface level stuff and uh but n- it never gets deep. And and it's kinda like, okay, well that was four hours of my night. <laughs> like you right. know i what, what's it, it, i next? agree like, the world the world still the world's still going to hell like what are we what are we doing right. is there right. is there any call there to action is there a plan is yeah. there and and uh you know i'm not saying that's the right attitude that's something i am personally struggling with oh absolutely so, absolutely
0: and even even myself we I forgot mean.
1: to tell Clint don't be super salty yeah. you know, about your uh, experiences
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I,
2: like i said i mean community is important i'm all for it and i uh, i think discipleships important and I think, uh, I think the reason why people like to do these out or game nights or whatever, you know, let's hang out and eat and talk and remove the
0: awkwardness. It, and uh... it, there's
2: there's no challenge. Right. Uh, oh, there's no challenge Ooh. afterwards. Ooh. Um,
1: that was a that Ooh. was a tough and, word, but
2: and not only that, but I feel like now's the time more than ever. And I think and I think we should. I think honestly, we should for generations have always thought like this, but right. I feel like now's the time more than ever, um, not that we're special, but that we need to know the truth and we need to know the Word of God and we need yes. to disciple, um, starting with our families. Uh, we need to disciple. And I feel like discipleship, as we've been talking in this conversation so far, is the one of the main things missing in the church today. Yes, but, I'll tell you
1: what, though. If we got a wound and we just keep slapping Band-Aids on it, yeah. you know if we don't take the band-aids off and look at how bad the wound actually is right and gather the truth of how bad how how desperately in need of medical attention we are right we just die without seeing or if we at least see the problem we can deal with the problem no matter how big it is yeah but if we don't ever know what the problem is because we've never we just stick our heads in the sand and we don't ever. Uh, get the the attention that we need or actually diagnose our problem we're never ever ever going to live through this mm-hmm. and i want to pass something on to my kids that is going to be better than what i knew yes but we're we're in a tough spot you know and we are and by just kicking the ball down the road we're just prolonging god's judgment on our on ourselves yes we are you know yes, we like are. that's not a cool message it's not no, one that'll get us not real popular I but,
0: but hey but so you know what I just
1: killed all their follower numbers no, right we're, now we're just three <laughs> we're
2: just three dudes talking i really right. really guys we're just three dudes talking it out on a mic and recording it that's a, yeah right. exactly we're yeah. so seeking we're yeah.
1: seeking to do things like yes. like you're talking about you know i want to disciple my kids yeah. That's it. That's awesome, dude. I right. need to do that. Right. Yes. I, I need to I want to affect the body of Christ with what we're doing and yes. calling them into yes. action and yeah. actually get out and do stuff yes. in the community. And these are things we're doing.
0: Yes, yep. exactly. And and just to be clear, you know, we're not here sitting and saying anything that we're not pushing ourselves to, to do. And, right. do yeah. And, yeah, that's, and that's and that's what it is, guys. You know, so so I, I just I love this discussion and how deep this is going and it, yeah. and it, how it's showing I think the man it's obvious. Right? I, ministry in the church today has got such a lack of discipleship. And and I mean what are we really doing guys? Are we are we really focusing on that or again are we more worried about activities not putting down activities but just saying where do our priorities set? Are we worried about someone's temperament towards a church more than we're worried about their salvation is oh, that yeah. what it's come to
1: that that seems as though that's the direction it's going man but, but that's that's going to be that's going to be detrimental to everything that we stand for as christians that's going to be detrimental to dude, growing hurts I, bro I mean, growing hurts dude and the only way to to, to build muscles to exercise it and the only way to exercise it is to get out and do it yes and that it's not fun. Like if I don't ever go to the gym, man, I ain't ever gonna get buff. You right. Know,
2: I'm, you know, forty years old, so it's a
0: little harder. Uh, to get that's buff why now, I'm not but, buff because I cancel on. Yeah, you all the right. Time. And, and <laughs> let's
2: be honest. Let's be honest too. You know, uh it's hard to disciple someone when uh your kids are all in baseball, eh, or or again, not not bashing sports. My son plays. No, you're sports, right. You're but right. you know, oh, I've got I've got a lawn demo. Uh, Johnny and Sally are in baseball and softball. Uh, I've got my schedule's too full. I don't, I have, think to, what I don't Clint have time say, to disciple. Yeah.
0: Clint, I think I think I what I hear you saying is prioritize. Yeah, Prioritizing, and, and, you know? and something
2: that kind of hit I listened to a, a sermon by Vody Bacham and I will say one thing that kind of hit me that he said was uh when he was being questioned about, "Oh, why isn't your son in uh why isn't your son in in baseball?" Right. He's like, because the world doesn't need another baseball player, the world needs a man
0: that loves God. Oh, come on. And right. and and I know that'll stir up the opposition, you know. Oh, well, but our children need to have fun. You're absolutely yes, right. Our you children. can but, learn stuff from sports. Yeah, that's the thing. See, now here's, here's, here's something just to touch real quick on before we get to the point of wrapping up here, guys, in this discussion. But why and when did learning God's Word, discipling people, gathering together to worship God not become fun anymore see that's a thing and that's a, that's my whole that's my whole point is people like that well i got all these things cuz i want to go have a good time i don't go to church on sundays because it's real fun to watch a football game i or i've got this or i got this or you know i've i've got this event i got a barbecue and i'm not putting anybody down for having these because i miss church sometimes for mm-hmm. events okay it mm-hmm. happens too but there's some out there that use these events as excuses to get out of church yep. and to get out of some things you can't help. Okay. There's plenty of times, family, friends will play in birthday parties at 10 30 AM on a Sunday. Like, Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you know, and when you want to seems
1: very specific, David, right? I mean... Well,
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I may have experienced this before, oh, uh, right. but you know, it, it, I'm just trying to give people some grace here. You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody, but all I'm saying is, man, I am no, I, I, I am, count me in with the least of these, okay, because that's where I am. I consider myself no greater, no lower than anybody, and I really try to hold on to that mentality, but at the same point, dude, I get so much joy on a Sunday morning going in and worshiping God, giving to God, and just being fed some, some word, man. I mean, that is fun to me. I can't tell you how many times I come walking out of church feeling like a universal soldier, dude. I'm ready to go crush things. I I could pick up a Volvo and throw it because I just got built up so much in God's word, dude. That is fun. That is fun to me. That is exciting to me. And how do we get the world back? That's my final question, gentlemen. How can we encourage our listeners, our brothers and sisters in Christ? those that we are around, what can we do to apply some ways so that we can get built up here and so that we can get back on track as to what ministry in the church should look like? What can we do gentlemen?
2: Well, I guess for me, I'm going to start cliche. All right. And it's mainly because of where I started, but for me, it's truly getting in the word, learning the word, knowing the word, but then because, Kind of the reason why I brought up what I brought up earlier, guys, is uh, I'm gonna do the best I can to disciple my family um, and get involved in in other ministries at at my home church. And if God puts men or boys in my way to disciple, uh, then I'll do my best then. Um, but I, you know, I'll do my best to equip myself, or I guess seek after some discipleship of my own because right. i need it i do need it um and then pat try to pass on and disciple you know and keep keep the cycle going almost like starting the cycle in my life to keep that cycle going um and and pass it forward but uh starting at home and then obviously with the church so
1: yeah man so what i'm gonna that? say um the enemy has an incredible tactical advantage on us because this plan that's been hatched out for a long time has been going on forever. Uh yes. It's yeah. been it's been in the yeah, he's got more experience time. than we do. So, if we only look to, for example, political things to solve our spiritual problems, dude, yep. we're going to be let down all the time. Yeah. Every time. Amen. Every time. And there are people out there that think that they can vote their way out of mm-hmm. a, cer- a certain circumstance that's freaking impossible to vote your way out of, dude. You're not going to do that. That's right. You mean to tell me that the Bilderbergs or whoever is whatever the conspiracy theory is, you know, that these people have been around for hundreds of years trying to put this plan into place and they're just going to let it go for one election. Right. Right. That's not going to happen. Let's be real about what we can do here. That's right. What I can do and what I can, I can change is what I'm going to do to help my family and my friends. Yes. If, if things, if and when things go bad, because that's what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us it's going to go bad. Yeah, it doesn't
0: say that if you try really hard, all of a sudden you can change the world for the better. Right. If you just vote
1: for this person, it'll be be better. No, that's not what it says. says. It's not what it says. We're spiritually sick. Uh, Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what Jesus meant when he said, I didn't come for the healthy, I came for the sick, dude. Yeah. He was trying to tell them that they're sick. Yes. They need help. Yes. You know, and we all need this help and if we can't step back and just influence the the little bit like God says that if if you're faithful and little you'll be faithful with much. And yes. we're just not faithful with our little.
0: Right. And oh, like, come on, man. Dude,
1: I'm going to stand up on stage and my kids are going to freaking secretly hate me. Behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what are we doing? Well, yeah, Yeah.
0: and and just to the faithful, you know, even with little, man, we we don't want to trust God with our finances, let alone, but we want him to lead our family and change our hearts.
1: Change us. Change Change us us internally, you you know. know, But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so society is not going to get any better no matter how many rules we put in place, no matter what we do. Dude, this is a spiritual sickness, dude. And the only way to affect and change things is not going to be how many laws we put into place or what we... I'm telling you that it's going to be out there discipling people, getting in the muck and the mire, figuring out what's going on with individuals. Yes. And start with the one person you can talk to today. Start with the the next person.
0: Yes. Okay, this person's going well.
1: He's going to do his thing. I'm going to start with the next person and the next person and the next person. Oh, dude, come on, do you Dave. think that, do you think that Billy Graham started with ministering to how many people he ministered to? Right, I mean, right, like right. he it's didn't a start lot.
0: in a stadium of 30,000. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we need to start small. If we want to see revival, dude, it starts with
0: us. Oh, come on. Amen. Dave. And you know what? And here's the thing. Nobody has an excuse these days. Right. Everybody today, I don't care how Poor or how rich you are, you know what you have? You have an ability to open a social media account. You have a choice. You can either use that account Mm. to plant seeds and to be a positive light in people and and to be able to shine that light amongst this darkness.
1: Now, I'm talking spiritually here, dude. Well, exactly. So, like, spiritually speaking, dude, being poor in the spirit is a choice man that's right you're, just, you're that's just right. not putting forth yes. any effort yes right. right. and right. so like listen man if we want to grow we want to learn we want to continue to move forward if we really want the things that we're asking god for it's going to take some effort and it to starts right it. Here and with it starts us. with me
0: yes it yeah. starts yes. with me
1: so if we don't want that we need to stop praying for it because you know when <laughs> yeah. when you pray for things, dude, you don't get the the answer right. you want. You right. get the answer that's going to produce the fruit that you're asking for. That's right. That that's whatever right. that looks like. Man. That's right. And and that can be that can be intimidating. But but the ultimate thing is I can't control anything. No, like you can't. I, I don't have control over this life. Nope. God has control because I surrendered my life to Him. Yeah, right. the only and, thing
0: you have control of, brother, is whether you submit or not. And that's yeah.
1: the scary part, right?
0: Christians are like, I don't, I don't know
1: if I want to take that plunge. You mean to tell me that I, I don't have any control anymore? No, no, you don't. You
0: never had
1: control, right? It's all an illusion.
0: That's, it's a deceit from Satan.
1: Right? You don't have control. That's right. And and it doesn't make you robot not to have
2: control because you still. Can choose which Correct. way you're going to go. Yes, yep. yes. Control yourself. Come the on, you, that's way, right. Way you handle things, and that's I would right. say too, if you are, um, how'd you say it, uh, spiritually poor, maybe you don't, maybe you don't desire, uh, you, or maybe you're not motivated to, uh, you know, become, I guess, spiritually rich. or I don't remember how you put it pray for God to change your heart. Yes. Right, man. I I do that all the time. Come on, man. man. And there you go. Yes. When I struggle to read the word or like, I just don't feel like it, I'll pray and be like, Lord, just please change my heart. Help me and give me the desire to want to dig into your word. I mean, I struggle with that too. So yeah, it's, it is a powerful prayer to just pray for a heart change.
0: Yes. And God sees that, man. God sees that and he's going to see your heart. Yeah. So really, I, I think tonight, really, what we've come to the point of: what can you do to 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 be effective in ministry biblically? Is start with yourself. Everyone has a ministry. Yes, yes. Yeah. Start with your own heart. Let's knock off some of them hardened ends, and, and 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 let's just. I mean, how in the world? I know I said this in uh, the last podcast or the one before, but. Look, here's a great analogy for you. If if your heart is like a stress ball, okay, and you squeeze a stress ball, God puts that pressure on you, you're, you're going to be formed to what he says. But as soon as he gives you a little leeway, boom, you're going to pop right back into that hardened shape. But if your heart is like a ball of clay and God squeezes that and holds real tight with it and you're allowing him to mold you into who he has called you to be, His handprint is going to stay
1: Hmm.
0: on your heart.
1: That's right. it's
0: not going to bounce back. So, so if we can just start by saying, you know what, let's all be real. None of us have the answers. None of us know what we're doing, but all we can truly do is submit to God and let him take and fashion us and form us into his likeness and what he has planned for us. Because guys, we suck.
1: (laughs) That's true. So I mean I and I find that I do my best work when I don't know what I'm doing. Amen.
0: So, no, you're I, you're I right. Know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> that makes me think. Any time something like that. There's a podcast I listen to, and uh, yeah, it's called the, the, the Lost, and Lost and Found Ministry Podcast. Yeah, yes, that, <laughs> that one, Excellent. yeah, yeah. No, but I heard someone say one time they were in a theater and a trailer came on, and the the whole theme was "Oh, you do you." He's like, "Yeah, but what if you suck?"
0: <laughs> the fact.
2: that's why we need jesus folks because that's right we that's do. right we
0: we do we're just that that's so. right so yeah guys so i think man what a good discussion gentlemen Yeah, that was a good i, one. I like yeah. that and, yeah. and i hope y'all got something from that at home yeah. and you know if you again if you have any questions and you want to carry on this conversation a little more reach out to us to the lost and found ministry podcast at gmail.com. Hey, can Give, you
1: make that, uh, email a little bit longer? I know, forever. I know.
0: We need more. We need more <laughs> soon. We'll, we'll add like three can more form to me? that. Um, no, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Google, it. Uh, Google it. Uh, find us on Facebook guys, the lost and found ministry podcast on Facebook. You uh, right. you'll see our black and white logo with the old school microphone. Uh, we're, we're on, on Apple Podcasts. We are on we're Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Dave Schneider, yeah. for taking the frustration and doing that. I lost my marbles trying to fight with getting that set up. So he gained I,
1: a couple gray hairs I did, and
0: that was one of them things I had to walk away from. So thank you, Dave, for taking the bullet <laughs> for me because uh, <laughs> I just, nope. A- anyway, uh, so we're on Apple Podcasts. What a, Spotify. Spotify
1: is our big one. We need... Everybody to follow and like us on Spotify. Yes, man. come on, guys! Please you know. like
0: and share. Like and share. Get you, you know. No, we're not in it for numbers. But here's mm-hmm. the thing, man. If if if, if we can impact one life, right? It, it, that's what it's all about. Well, that's that's what we're here to do. Is to just we want to have these conversations that I, I I think and we believe that y'all have either wanted to have or are having. That's right. And, and you know we we're not held down on this. And, you know, it it just, so, so get on these sites, man, connect with us. We want to hear from you. We want to pray with you. If there's not somebody out there, kind of like Clint was talking about tonight, how do you turn to somebody to mentor you? How do you do that? How do you, where do I start? What do I, you know what? Shoot us a message, man. And we can have this conversation with you. We will. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say we can dump all this time into it, but together we can pray and we can start making these steps so that you 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 can get what you need right and and start making them 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 steps to mold your heart and get you on the right path yeah. and that's the opportunity we truly want here guys that's right we just want to pray with you and we want to see you move forward in christ
1: so speaking yes. of praying, do uh, you want me to pray us out here?
0: Oh, uh, who prays tonight? Actually, yeah, I think it's, 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 is it's on you. Are taking turns? Uh, no, I, I think uh, yeah. we'll just bounce it around. We'll leave it up to Dave Schneider to pray us out tonight. We also want to give a shout-out to uh Two Shepherds Outreach, That's 2SO right. Outreach, yes. and that is a partnering ministry with us. We appreciate your support and your love, and just keep it coming, and, and we're going to keep feeding it your way, too. So, brothers and sisters out there, keep doing the hard work for the Lord. And let's get out there and just change lives. Denomination is irrelevant. We are here to build the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And that's just what we want to see, guys. So, have a blessed week. Have a great time. Clint, Dave, thank you, guys. I think tonight was great. Thank you, Garza. All
1: right. So, let me pray out, and then we can go. All right, Lord God, we just thank you tonight for a great discussion about uh, leadership overall for us god and and how we're supposed to move forward and and everything that we're walking through and what we want to see happen god and we just pray lord that uh, you help revival to start us yes and and all the listeners on this podcast and everybody god just bless them with the opportunity to see something that you're doing this week. Yeah. And help them to reach out to us so that we can be encouraged while they're encouraged. God. Yes, and we just thank you, Lord. We know that if we ask that your will be done, that it will be done. And we just thank you, God, that your will is done. Yes. And we just yes. praise you for everything you're doing in our lives, in our kids' lives, and everybody that listens podcast and everything you're doing in the church, God. We know that you're gonna have your way. And we just pray that your way is the way we choose to go, God. Help us to see, help us to follow, help us to reach
0: out, help us to lead. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen Amen. and amen. Again, guys, we love you, we thank you, and we look forward to talking to you in a couple days. Thank you for joining the Lost and Found Ministry podcast. You are here with Dave Garza, Dave Schneider, and Clint Marker. Have a blessed week. Thanks, guys.